I've been working in humanitarian aid for 15 years, and that's put me in some strange places and some tight situations. Uh, in Bosnia, I was delivering food and medicine to Sarajevo during the war. And in Liberia, I was in the jungles and ran out of drinking water. And so oftentimes, I've had to think on my feet. And this is a story about winging it in northern Afghanistan. I arrived in April 2004 from Anchorage to Shebergon. It's in northern Afghanistan near the Turkmen border. I was working on construction of my sixth girls' school, and we were at the point of finishing the foundation, but because there was so much building going on in the country, prices had increased phenomenally, and I knew that we, were not, we didn't have enough money. We weren't going to be able to finish the project. So I'm on the ground, and <clears throat> my translator, Ayub, said, hey, uh, I heard a rumor that there's a warlord who's taken some interest in our project, and apparently he has 100,000 bricks that he might be willing to donate. 100,000 bricks is enough to build eight classrooms, which is, which is quite a bit, and that's what I needed. So Ayub said, but the problem is, is, is this guy, he's really dangerous, and he's known as a killer. In fact, in the area, he's, his nickname is Taliban Hunter. <clears throat> so uh, the other thing Ayub said was, and I'm also concerned because he's never taken any interest in women's education. So what I'm concerned about is if he gives us this 100,000 bricks, is he going to want something from us? Well, at that point, I didn't have, you know, I knew we were going to run out of money. I knew we couldn't finish building the school. So I asked him to set up a meeting, and several nights later, we drove out to his stronghold. We approached, and it, it was, they had 14-foot walls with razor wire, and uh, there were two, there was a steel-reinforced gate. Two soldiers came with AK-47s and opened up the door, opened up the gate. A dog came out and tried to bite the tire of our SUV, and... So we drove in there, they were expecting us, and uh, the soldiers escorted me down several hallways to a meeting room. I opened the door and was instantly hit with this heavy cloud of hash. There was 30 soldiers sitting on pillows. They were all drinking tea and their guns were leaned against the windows. Uh, in the back, a man stood up and he beckoned for me to come towards him. This was obviously the commander. <clears throat> so I walked up to him, and he, he had these cold, uh, dead eyes. Uh, and he, he reached out his hand, and he said, Salam alaikum, and I said, Alikum salam. And he gestured for me to take a seat, and I sat. And one of the soldiers nervously put a, a cup of green tea in front of me, and I, I nervously took a sip. And he looked over at me, and he said in English, where are you from? And I said, well, I'm from Alaska in the United States. And he said, Alaska? Oh, I have a friend. His name Mike. He's from Minnesota. Do you know him? <laughs> and I said, no, no, I don't know Mike from Minnesota. And, and he said, oh, Mike. He's a good fighter, special forces. 
we ride horse together, we kill Taliban. And so over the next five, ten minutes, uh, we sat and kind of got to know each other, talked about Mike, talked about horses, talked about what it was like to kill Taliban. <clears throat> and I started to relax a little bit. <laughs> and so uh, at this point, he turns to me and he goes, do you smoke? And I said, yeah, I smoke. And I reached into my jacket and pulled out a pack of cigarettes. And he just looked at me and I realized, oh, do I smoke? At this point, I don't want to get stoned. I, I really just don't want to get stoned. And <clears throat> the other thing is, I really don't want to get stoned with a murderous, killing <laughs> Afghan warlord in his stronghold. <laughs> but I'm thinking to myself, man, I really need these 100,000 bricks, and I don't want to offend him. So I'm like, yeah, I smoke. So one of the soldiers quickly brings a, a water pipe over and and um, he sparks up, and we're taking big hits off this Afghan hash. And uh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling chill. But uh, everything starts to look a little different because I'm, I'm, I'm stoned now. I'm high. And I start to pick up different things that I hadn't noticed before. And one of them was that the two soldiers who sat directly next to him were very different than the other soldiers. In fact, they were young. They were very young. And every time he said something, they would giggle. <clears throat> and the other thing is they had black eyeliner on. And at one point, one of the soldiers said something to him, and he slapped him on the arm, and he called him in Persian a bitch. And so I'm like, wow, absorbing that. And then I look down at the end of the, the table, and there was a television, an elevated television with a video on it. And on that video was a young man dancing and he was wearing like a yellow chiffon dress and he had earrings on and he full makeup and had little symbols and was dancing and everyone in the background were militia soldiers and they were clapping and the guy who was videotaping then zoomed in on two hands that were clasped and one was obviously bigger and older and it was caressing the back of the other hand in the video there was obviously a lot of sexual tension in this, in this video. And so I said to Ayub, I go, what is that? And Ayub asked the commander in Farsi, and the commander said, oh, this was a party we had two weeks ago. So then, then the, the commander says to me, do you have homosexual in the United States? And I said, yeah, we have homosexuals. And he said, do you like homosexuals? And I said, I don't have a problem with homosexuals. One of my best friends is a homosexual. <laughs> and he smiled, and I could see his gold tooth. <laughs> At this point, I realized that he's flirting with me. And so I quickly say, but I'm married to a woman. About five days later, I was at the, at the job site, and six trucks showed up filled with 100,000 bricks. The commander had met his promise. I had to get high for those bricks, but thank God I didn't have to get fucked. 